Detective and Women's Magazine for free on iTunes. Unfortunately, the only weird part is because there's so many comedy shows at this station, we're actually under the free comedy section. Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Jester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off, for <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage in the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. (laughs) How exciting for you, Mutiny Radio listener. There are six new shows here at MutinyRadio.fm. Monday nights at 10 o'clock, it's time for free phone sex. 415-550-0511. Yes, call in for free phone sex. You will be recorded. It is a podcast, but will that phone sex be free? Absolutely. 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for everyday conversations on race with everyday people. With Sima Lieberman, everyday people talking about race every week different everyday people. 
talking about race. On Tuesdays, 10 o'clock, it's Spiritual Psychology with Renee McKenna. Meditate. It'll heal you. Then, at noon, stick around. Sergio Novoa brings you my limited view. Talking about all things from his perspective. Then, on Thursdays, from 8 to 10, it's time for Beyond your comprehension with Clem. Exciting new shows here at Mutiny Radio. Also the IC podcast. That's the Imprint City podcast coming soon. MutinyRadio.fm. New shows. You can have one too. Contact director at MutinyRadio.fm to find out more details. Check us out at MutinyRadio.fm. has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. Whoa. 
All right. Uh, hey, welcome back, folks. Hey. All right. I just plugged in. Now I can hear myself. Wow, that's crazy. I can't hear myself, but boy, is it fucking me up. Uh, Don't touch those buttons, you douche. We'll fly solo. Wow, great to see you you, uh, too there, uh, (laughs) Chief. (laughs) Try plugging into another... uh, Sandwich, Jesus. Try plugging into another hole. I tried that. It's going to be... Yeah, uh, you did. Get your thumb out of there. I'm going to get the break time thing. (laughs) You like that stink finger, don't you? Uh, Yes, sick son of a... What's up, Steve? Hey, George. Dude, these headphones got a mic built in. What? What? Wow, I don't remember those pimp ones. Whoa! If you were here at the show, like all these groupies are, you'd be seeing these fantastic microphones we're talking about. Have a microphone built into, or headphones, excuse me, with a microphone these built are, in. These uh, are, I think these are gamer headphones, so you can talk shit to the guy you're playing oh, in Germany at the same time. You know, I've they got probably had like flashy have. lights on the sides here where somebody busted them off. Yeah. Something. Something. They look big and comfy. I, I think they were actually Luke Skywalker's in uh, the forthcoming... Uh, I wonder if you could use Jedi these as an airline pilot, if they would work the same. Why not? Come out of the cockpit all wearing your green, <laughs> your bright green fucking headset with a mic popping off the thing. It's Captain George. <laughs> hey, Captain George, where are you taking us today? I'm in the middle of the game. Shut up. <laughs> I keep crashing the plane in this game. It sucks. I'm so angry right now. Distraught. Hey, how was your three-day weekend, George? My three-day weekend was kind of rough, man. It was long. Ooh. It was rough. Yeah. Yeah. What mic are you on? You on? You're on th- four or three? I don't know, dude. I, I don't have headphones. Ha- you're on three. Oh, was I not talking the whole time? No, I had them all on because I didn't know oh. where you were. So I just to cover the bases because somebody has to be the smart one here. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it ain't you if you're the problem. Yeah, and you inherited that. Well, that's even more troubling. Yeah, um, yeah for me to be the smart one, there's got to be some really dumb people in the room. Wow. <laughs> well, this just that's me and the groupies. So that might have been it? the smartest thing I ever said. <laughs> 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 Only smart thing you ever seen. Uh, <laughs> right? Uh, I had an interesting little two-wheel adventure uh, today. Uh, I actually did my little bicycle ride in Golden Gate Park this weekend, and then I was talked into Skaggs Point. is a place that used to be a motocross riding place back in the 70s and 80s, and they closed it off uh, at some point in the 80s. Were there a lot of people there? Uh, no, not really. Well, there- then I'd not tell people where it is, because then it's going to get overrun. So, dummy up. It's hard to was- find the place. Yeah, well... so. Hard for you doesn't mean it's hard for everybody. Well, let it go. I'll share it with our FTW listeners because they might both be listening on oh, this fine President's okay. Day. Hey, fine President's hey, Day. Hey, it was your secret spot, so fuck off. Well, anyway, we'll call it um, Skaggs. We won't say anything about the point part. That'll throw everybody off. But bitching riding, it was like riding dirt bikes, dude. The downhills were like fucking very smooth and flowing, lots of good jumps, and nice. it was all over the place. I was my hardtail, my. Uh, uh, they got a lift. What were we calling Ed, Ed, Edwin? We'll call him? No, uh, Irvin. That's what we'll call nephew Irvin. You've met Irvin before, of course. My mm. dirt bike stored in Concord. Anyway, uh, Irvin, uh, took me, he had his, uh, full suspension mountain bike and, uh, had a Ooh. great time out there on that. That That's a lot of fun. I rode that for like dude, one Dude, when those things are set up right and they're, dude, I mean, they got a little more weight because of all that extra suspension, but they're fucking. Dude, it's 28 pounds. I'm like, what's my bike weight? He goes, yeah, probably 20 pounds. You know, they've come a long way since your bike was new. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. My yeah, bike's right? like. Old enough to drink. I think it's 24. Yeah, if all you're doing is downhill, because I remember when that's made, maybe that changed. Um, like when you were riding, riding with shocks on your bike up the street, it kind of had that bounce and it absorbed some of your power. So you oh, totally. You yep. really had to chug along, man. Yes, it, it, it's just not even worth. I had a, sometimes in 
nuts. It, uphills, you're fucked. So, but uh, the downhill bikes are made for downhill, and it fucking boogie. And I guess what was an downhill bike when this was made 10 years ago are now Enduros, where they've got like six inches of travel, and true downhill bikes are like 10 inches of travel front and back. It's just insane how much you know, shit's advanced. But he's telling me about the, the shocks. He's like, hey, do you have an air pump i'm like uh no i don't and he goes oh let me see if mine's working i'm like uh okay i hope you'd fix your shit before you get there but you have to run like 300 pounds of pressure because his suspension's all air oh no shit 300 psi that's that's a a lot of fun to fine tune huh but that compression factor is going to really make a big difference for you so you're not really dampening it you're just running off off the bounce from the uh yeah pretty much air in a chamber and whatever it might move through into another chamber i i really don't know but it's adjustable and I, I was only on it for five minutes, you know, and I only got to enjoy like one downhill for a minute. So, but Felt really good. cool shit. It was really cool. You shit. You weigh the same as the guy, or different weight weight classification? No, we're both about one hundred eighty pounds. So, so basically, this, the suspension was kind of set up for somebody your size. So yes. So you got optimum. Somebody at two twenty get on that thing and it would just feel spungy. Oh yeah, they, they got to run four hundred bottoming out. Can you imagine the seals they got on that thing? That kind oh, of pressure, man. Crazy. What happens? When You're running three hundred pounds standing still, and then when you jump on it and you compress it. Damn. Skawoosh. wonder if we can make fucking hash oil. <laughs> we squeeze it right well, out. We of could it. probably make hash oil down there, but it'd be kind of hard to get to. It's, wonder how hot it gets. There's in been there. people that have died down there that they've gotten back there and, you know, got lo- dude got lost a couple of years ago. They didn't find his body for two years. It, was, it took a while to find him. He was hiding. Good spot. Uh, his, he wanted hide and go seek, but I guess he did. All the other kids gave up a long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah. They they went off to college, got married, and had kids, and he uh, he won. Somebody, that's an awful thing to say. Uh, somebody dude, said for winning. Up. Yeah, that's a drag, dude. Yeah, crazy. Shit. Man, it's a beautiful. You never place, know, though. though, man. You know, I mean, people and, get disoriented quick. Dude, we're soft compared to our forefathers. Oh yeah, every generation dude, is softer. People walk around. We don't have insulation in my house. Yeah, really? <laughs> That's just awful. Do you, you have st- windows? You, you still sissy? got two walls. <laughs> Dude, you I know? moved to a house in Colorado, and I got, took out single-pane windows, put in double-pane windows, and the carpenter helping me goes, do you have any plans for the windows? I'm like, no, dude, I don't you get, you know, somebody wants them and beats home the dump. And he goes, yeah, actually a neighbor takes them out to San Luis Valley. I think he's, there's people living without windows out there. They just put blankets over the windows. It's like, Oh fuck. I, I didn't think in modern day and age, what are they living in fucking straw huts? Holy shit. Dude, my know? buddy grew up in Aptos right down by Santa Insane. Cruz, South of Santa Cruz. Oh yeah. And I went down to the house that his mom grew up in and his grandfather was an operator back in the day. Old Italian guy. Uh-huh. I guess the part of the test was you had to you had to walk railroad tracks without touching them with a with a bulldozer or with a backhoe. Really? So you yeah. had to straddle and with the and rails with, and not with tires with fucking the fucking uh, tracks. Oh, really? So they'd like pick themselves up and straddle a thing and drop themselves down and then swing this around. It was it was quite a maneuver. Oh, you know, I've, I've worked with backhoes. I don't drive them, but I've worked with, you know, telling a guy where to dig. And uh, a good backhoe operator is worth their, their weight, you know? Yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah. Because pick themselves up over a ditch operator? like that. Oh, hell yeah. I've worked with some really good ones. Really? Hell yeah. Huh. Yeah. I wonder what that's like. They'll still like swing a bucket right behind your head and fuck with you. Ah, but that I mean, was so funny. I could have killed actually, you. I've always worked with good operators. <laughs> I, I was just talking shit because I was hoping maybe the last operator I worked with was listening. Rich. Hey, if he wants to call Richard. in, that, that number, Richard, is 415-550-0511. Ask for George or uh, Steve or Jorge or Esteban. Yeah, I didn't realize he was completely off the job until he was already gone for like a day. It was like 
because he wasn't there every day, you know? So uh, there were certain days we can't dig. This is last month, man. Oh, no shit. And all of a sudden, his, his, his backhoe was gone, and I was like, what's up? And they're like, oh, yeah, he's, he's done. We got another, we got another company. It's, they're, they, they're here for, on site for another company, and they're whipping through, and they got 12 people, and we got one guy. Oh, really? So it was, just, it was just dollars and cents. It was a budget thing. It was easier. Yep. Nice guy. Away went, uh, Rich was his name? Richard. Richard. Yes. Richard, the backhoe operator. Old biker. Oh, really? Right on. Yeah. Good guy, man. So, yes, that was part of it. But the house down in Aptos, I don't even think the walls were won by. Oh, really? I mean, I was sitting inside the house, and you could see through the fucking walls, right? You know? (laughs) I was like, damn, you know? It's like, (laughs) and the framing was like two by threes, you know? So it was all like just. It was, and from outside, didn't have any paint on it. It had that old weathered wood look like an abandoned house. Yeah. Yeah, like. like All the creepier to invite friends over and like have Halloween parties. Don't wear corduroys around here because you might set a fire. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) That kind of, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy, dude. Damn, my cords are at the cleaners. (sighs) So you can just imagine growing up down down the Santa Cruz Mountains in winter. I mean, you get snow down there sometimes, man. Dude, there was snow uh, up on Skyline. And you Skyline. wake up in that shit, and, and the outhouse is fucking 30 feet away from the house. And oh, you you're holding it, out dude. There, man. You're holding it or dumping it in a bucket. Fuck you know? it. I was at Woodside this morning. Yeah, you wore the same underwear. You wore the same underwear for six months because fucking. Oh, <laughs> you got to change your underwear. You change you underwear turn, with him. You, you turn him inside out after three. Special moments with George. Actually, I was watching something on TV like. Um, the designer like designer jeans and that kind of thing you're not supposed to wash them like all the designers themselves they just put them in the freezer really put them in the freezer overnight and when they pull them out it's going to kill anything that's on there and a little baking soda will soak up any kind of odor really the other thing is vodka if you spray vodka in like uh, I've heard that as well underarm uh, sweat stains that kind of thing mm-hmm. it's supposed to make wash yeah, that's why you always have that vodka spritzer with you <laughs> I thought it was cool. Some people like wine spritzers. <laughs> no, no, I, I like vodka spritzers. You're a little like, on the orange I'm eating, you know. You're like Eloise. <laughs> Who the fuck is Eloise? You stuck me there. It was, uh, the, there was a syndicated uh, column in the oh, newspaper. Oh, helpful hints from Eloise? Yes. Or, oh, I remember that. Yeah. 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 Now you remember. Uh, she was like the bargain version of, uh, what was the yes. name of it? Yeah. Uh, Ann, Ann, was Ann it? Landers, was it? Yeah, I think so. Flanders? Yeah, whatever it was. Damn. Look at you going back. Wow. Reminiscing. Remember the Herb Cain articles? Yeah. Uh, Herb. So my weekend, I actually got, uh, I, I had that Ranchero that I picked up that I bought a couple weeks ago. The Rangeroo. The Rangeroo, and it didn't have registration. I didn't have anywhere to put it. Uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't let it get crushed, and it was a cheap enough deal, so I took it. Yep. And then I had it at my buddy's place, and I was trying to find somebody that might want to buy it. I was trying to find a place to work on. I was trying to find anything. I seem to have more than enough parts. I've got two engines and three transmissions currently, and I'm getting another engine and transmission. Three transmissions. Yeah, there's two in the bed of the truck and one in the truck. Oh, I didn't realize there's two. I remember seeing the engine and the tranny. I didn't the engine and the tranny are hooked up, and there's another transmission right next to it, just sitting by itself, another automatic. And the thing came with a, with a three-speed really? manual. They're just dying to not Three transmissions are all automatics. Like, what the hell, man? That's fucked up. And I'm looking at that engine, I'm thinking it might be bigger than a 289. For some reason, I feel like a 289 is smaller. Hmm. But they're all the same block, right? That's a five-liter in that, I thought. 302? I thought it was a Mustang motor. Two, Mustangs had 289s? What are you talking about? 
the first ones did, but everything after 68 65. had 302s. Yeah. And I was thinking it was a five liter out of a... Well, basically, the Ranchero is exactly... It's, it's the... It's the exact same everything as a Mustang. It's got the bottom plate, the so the foot, the foot area and all that stuff. It's all the exact same as a Mustang. The only difference is it's got a bed instead of a. It's lighter actually in the ass end. Well, it's more apt. To that whip. sounds squirrely. It's more apt to spin it. Spin <laughs> out. Yeah. That's why most of them didn't come with V8s. They had to. It was a special order. It was probably a wise idea. Yeah. So if you special ordered it, they set it up. They put the right suspension on it and all that. But when they came with a six and you stuff an eight in it, it's too much for the. Uh, it's too much weight for them. So it, uh, you got to change out the springs. You got to, I don't know if the A-arms are the same, but you would think you might as well build up the A-arms too if you're going to put that kind of weight on the thing. Seems like. And then you want to get some disc brakes because you're not going to be able to stop. Cause just get a Mustang 2 front end on it. You're adding a bunch of weight on that thing, man. So anyway, what'd you do with this thing? So Cause I, I remember hauling up... it from Oakley to, to SF. and now... Yes. So it was in the yard down there. I, I thought I had out. somebody for it, and they said they couldn't do it. It was too much of a project for them as well. And I, you know, it's it's more of a, I don't know. It's more of a personal thing, you know, because it's like I, I hate to see an old, it's a 65, man. You just don't see them anymore, you know? And for that sure, to go to the yeah. crusher, dude, it's like, come on, man. Uh, that's you know, not acceptable. I know somebody had one of these, and it got wrecked. I just thought of it, this guy, uh, Matt, and uh, he'd be perfect for this car. He had one, and it got wrecked on the freeway. $4,000. <laughs> I was going to say eight, but if you want to go cheap, whatever It's got you two want, extra you know. transmissions and an extra engine. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus, big manual guy, too. Dude. There's like fucking eight grand in parts, bro. I believe you. <laughs> it's sheer madness is what it is. So, so the perfect bike hauler is just going to get sold off to so I, I the got lowest a, bidder. It's not the perfect bike hauler oh. by any means. It's got a low fucking low deck for sure, but it's... Uh, it's not long enough. It's not. Well, you can't put them in straight, so you can only get one bike in there. It's not made to handle that kind of weight, really. Oh, that's true. Uh, I guess even if you bolstered up the suspension, it wouldn't be strong enough. And those right? things aren't made for long rides either. If you try to drive that thing to Tahoe, you'd, you, yeah, you probably they run hot to begin with, you know. So oh, tend, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yes. Really? Somebody in the family had a, a Falcon. Uh, it was a cool car. Yeah, I had that Ranchero that I spun out on 280. Oh, yeah, I heard that. But that was a factory 289 with the four-speed, man. The fucking, it was a special order. It was built in Fremont. I had all the paperwork, man. It was cool. Wow. Yeah. A Fremont built and it had the deluxe. It had the deluxe trim, which is very Custom different. order. Really? So it only had one line of trim, and it went down the middle instead of how they split it at the front, and it becomes two separate pieces of trim. Yeah. So there's a line down the middle of those two and there was just one piece of trim fat about an inch wide and went all the way down and it cut right through the gas gas cap so the gas cap had a little piece of trim on it and it locked in perfect like that, right? Really? So I didn't have the gas cap or the trim for it. I found them at the uh, <laughs> a bit of Pleasanton out in the parking lot when they do the uh, the good guys. Yeah, the good guys but out in the parking lot turns into a Everybody lays out a blanket and puts all their parts out. And yeah, the them. swap meet. Swap meet. There you go. So they, I can't remember words tonight. It's going to be a fun night for you. So at the swap meet, I found, I found a guy that had the gas cap and the piece of trim, and he wanted 200 bucks for the gas cap, and he wanted 100 bucks <laughs> for the piece of trim. And this is back in 93, 94. Wow, what a dick. And I was like, yeah, I think I'll just keep that locking cap I got on there. It looks good. <laughs> 200 pills. Jeez. 300 with the trim. Three, oh, oh the trim a, was separate. Yeah. Oh, what a, So I had, I had all the trim except for that gas cap with that trim, man. It's like it would have turned it out, and I had American racing rims on it. Bitching. Dude, 
nine inch rear end that thing fucking that thing flew man T-10. oh shit i bet oh, it did dude, it was too much Sweet. fun the the american five spokes yeah and i used to put cobra tires on it because they were a little harder the thing would just crack loose everywhere dude. it was fucking <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> i was that asshole that guy yeah so when i first got it, it came with an automatic but it had the hole in the floorboard for the fucking for the, uh, well, do for the, the shifter <laughs> so i'm so i so i put a i put a little a little arm on this on the shifter knob on the on the side of the transmission and i'd reach to the floorboard and grab that thing like pop it pop it into gear right and then i'd <laughs> you know one's reverse three is fucking drive you had quick. to reach through the floorboard to shift your car oh yeah wow that's hardcore I poured out beer street there a couple of times and the cops were on my ass too. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say Gator McCluskey. It was handy. And then I had, and then the, the little, the little cover the, for the shifter with the hole in the top, I had that like separate, you know, it's like, it's a screw on thing from the factory. And so, so I had that separate and I just slide that back over, you know, there's my license and registration, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Everybody sounds intelligent in front of a cop. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. It's not intelligent. Respectful. I don't even know if it's respectful. I'm afraid. Just yeah, they got too much power, man. It even is. It's a power trip. They could easily ruin you. They could. They could take you for no reason and say seventy-two hours of fucking monitoring at the fucking hospital for fucking psych evaluation. Fifty-one fifty. Yeah. Did this happen to you much, George? Uh, something you want to talk about? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be covering a lot more of uh, George's uh, symptoms uh, later in the show. Uh, what I was going to bring up, though, was I think Gator McCluskey in one of the uh, famous White Lightning movies had a LTD that had a shifter on the, the column, and then they bolted a four-speed shifter onto the car because it was supposed to be a big hot rod. So sometimes he shifted with the floor, and sometimes he put it in gear. And dude. It, they totally... <laughs> dude, that's like this ranchero, man. So I grabbed the dipstick. I grabbed the dipstick to check the oil, and somebody was underneath the thing looking through the bumper. And they're like, hey, did you just pull the dipstick out? And I said, yeah. And they said, uh, yeah, it's not going into the oil pan. It's just fucking hanging out there, dude. It, it just... It just <laughs> here, I can tell... Like, Psych. I stuck it in. They pushed it back up to me from down there. I'm like, oh, man. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> what so the fuck? So they make like starter noises when you went to turn the key. <laughs> 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 yeah. Did you buy this car on Mission Street or Valencia back Dude, then? Dude, it's it's actually not the the engine isn't even bolted in because they had the exhaust manifold on there when they were sticking it in and it got hung up on the steering box. Oh no! So it's not all the way in because the exhaust manifold is standing on the steering box holding the engine up. Oh, fuck. You need to get that thing out of there. Or somebody needs to get that thing out yeah. of there. Yeah. Talk to me a break about this dude that needs it, though. Um, so we don't no. get out. Uh, I'm okay. keeping it now. <laughs> I'm going to put a 460 in it. It's going to be That'll bad. teach him. I'm going to make it a rear, a rear engine. I'm going to fucking put a 460 in the bed. Wow. Yeah, and then I'm going to pull wheelies down Half Moon Bay Race Strip, man. It's going to be ridiculous. I'm going to show us how it's done. It's going to be ridiculous. Ridiculous. You heard it here first on the FTW radio show. That's not going to happen. Okay, it might not happen. I got, I'm going to have a wheelie In bars. case it does, though, you might hear it first. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever see any pictures from the Happy Moon Bay race, Raceway? Race I've only heard of it. So the speed it's like strip, champion race. So there's a, there was a, there was a, uh, it was like a Ford, one of those Econoline pickup vans. Okay. You know what I mean? Where you're sitting over the fucking yeah, over the the first, steering wheels. Yeah, the first vans that were totally, your feet and, were in front of the wheels. And the dude did that with it. Right, <laughs> I think Dodge made the same style, you know, same yep. body style. I think Chevy had something. And he similar. had wheelie bars, and he had big fucking wrinkle slicks on this thing, and he would get that fucking front end off the ground, and fucking ride that thing down the track. 
Sounds yeah. like the Dodge Little Red Wagon or whatever. It's insane. Cab over pickup truck like that. By the way, I re- oh, by the way, fucking, I had to call around a bunch of tow companies. One company wanted to charge me 250 bucks. Bastards. To tow it 11 miles. Wow. Yeah, and I, I called them up. I'm like, I just want to price this. And they're like, I'm sorry. And then, and then they got like on Google Maps or something and found the, found the, so somehow it was 11 miles from here, from down there in Bayview out to the Sunset at 20th Avenue. Really? Yeah, somehow. I'm like, 11 miles? I was like, the city's only seven by seven. Yeah. And it's, it's not as the bird, as the crow flies. It's as the route takes you. Oh, well, I guess they got you there. Well, he's got to go by the Embarcadero and say what's up to his buddies at the parking garage. And Apparently, because I'm thinking the same thing. Bayview to 16th <laughs> nah, I don't, Street. I don't know what it was. So I got a good number from a, a company called um, Nelson's Towing Service. I'm just throwing a shout out because the young lady on the phone was so freaking cool. Hey. And they're like, they're on Q and the truck and the truck was on Y, right? So alphabetically, that's how far, how many blocks it was away Yeah, from their shop. And she actually, she took my number down and she called me back like an hour later. And I, did, I didn't recognize the number and I was washing my hands or something. So I didn't make an effort to jump on it. And then she called me back. She sent me a text with a picture of a green ranchero, like a 72, right? Like a Gran Torino fucking bad yeah. boy, like fucking Starsky and Hutch, but with a bet on it. Uh-huh. Bad as fuck. An Earl car. And she, and she said, I forget what the text was about. I was like, is, you know, is this, is the green one or the, or the tan one? And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? So I called her and I was like, I sent her, I sent her a text with pictures of the, of my truck and it. I didn't see the tan one to begin with the green one. I had no idea where that came from, but she, uh, she actually drove by cause I told her where it was. She, <laughs> the, the hour before she drove out there to check out where the thing was. And I guess there was a ranchero parked around the corner. She, <laughs> yeah. Fucking crazy. Right. But yeah, she put all that effort into it, you know? And it was like, been she was like, well, I got a guy coming in with the flatbed and it was only like, it was less than a hundred bucks for them. You know? So it's like a big price jump. Fuck yeah. So I was like, yeah, I just want to throw some, throw some business at you at this point, you know? Cause I'm, I'm figuring I don't want to tow this thing with chains because it's just dangerous, you know? Oh, yeah. You want that thing yeah. secure. No. I don't, want to get, classic. I don't want to put anybody at risk, man. Yep. And, you know, no freeways, back streets the whole way. So with all the hills, you got to think about that and stopping and all. So I, uh, I had a buddy's got a tow bar. Like they have off the back of an RV with the little Jeep hanging back there and follows them around everywhere. Yep. So I took that and I put it on the front end of the Ranchero and I towed that shit. Put Hardcore. Some, I put some lights on it. I got an adapter with some lights. Seventy four style bitches. Yeah, and like the second I got out the fr- out the driveway, it like bounced and the whole thing broke loose because all it is is like oh. little straps that grab the bumper and it's got a bumper on the front, so it just basically sucks itself up to it. Yeah, and it's, you're like it's spinning just nuts on, on it. there. Yeah, yeah you spin nuts to tighten it up with a chain that goes through. A- <laughs> I, I worked at a rental place that had one of those. They, they never rented it out. It was dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I fucking. So I fucking, uh, so I get that thing out of there and I get across San Bruno Avenue and I'm, I'm up in the neighborhood up there by the reservoir and I hang that right turn at the reservoir and it comes out of the turn Uh-oh. and just starts doing this, right? The whole so car? It starts rocking. Yeah. And it's pulling, it's like making my ass bounce a little bit, fuck right? Yeah, at this man. point, I'm like, what the fuck, man? The engine going back and forth? No. So I think I might've blown a shock. So it started getting some spring on the one side. What in the fuck is this? Jesus. I forgot to stop my phone, man. Wow. I'm just having know. a hap, hap, happy uh, towing experience. Yeah, I set week. that in there for Christmas. I forgot to change it. 
You're one jolly motherfucker. So I think it blew the shock on the on the front left side, and then the, so the spring you know didn't have any any resistance. So then the spring bounced, and once that started oh, going, so the shock you got yeah. the resonance going. You know, the more speed I got, it just started fucking. I could see the steering wheel fucking bouncing all over. <laughs> so I pulled over and uh, I checked the wheel, and the wheel, the, the front left wheel, thinking you know maybe it's loose, maybe maybe the fucking tires off, you know the rims loose. Yeah, ball I don't know something. The bearings, the ball joint, yeah nothing everything seemed tight i couldn't jack it up because i had that bumper thing on there and it was like 6 30 and i gotta be here at eight oh, boy, <laughs> and i'm like these things up. and i'm not even a halfway home yet you know it's like fuck Ooh, really crawling along yeah so i fucking uh is that when you called me or after that so i put no after that so i took bungee cords <laughs> and i bungeed the steering wheel to the fucking front seat like below it you know i went to the holy shit macgyver this gets better by the second yeah. and then it just it smoothed it out dude and i fucking came down silver avenue i went up alamany i just said fuck it hell yeah i would too alamany would be the way to go you know the, the sun had already Flat. gone down it fucking i had i didn't have running lights on it but i had turn signals and brake lights and my buddy was was fucking tailgating me the whole way home oh there you go Wow. But yeah, it was an it was an excursion. It was an adventure. It sounds like an adventure. So I we got both the thing, adventurous. I got Mondays. the thing off the back of my truck, into his uh, into the spot where it's where I'm going to be working on it, and I got home at seven o four. Oh, did you have your music list done already? Uh huh. Oh wow. Yeah, I took care of that. So that's uh, that was my day. So then I ran over here. I fed my dog real quick. <laughs> Threw everything in a bag. And you made a music list. The music list I made yesterday. Oh. I was feeling good. Far out. Oh, you have no idea.
Colorado. So I'm waking up out of my slumber, feeling like Rollo. So follow, it's showtime at the Apollo, minus the Kiki Shepherd. With about a hoe and a leopard print. Teddy, Pendergrass, cooler than Freddie Jackson, sipping a milkshake in a snowstorm. That I throw warm in the dorm room at the AU. We blue hate you at the leaks, my cake you, but you must have been mistaken with them statements that you make, huh? Hella clean, clean. Get your clean, clean in the bing, bing, bang, bang. I'm telling you. That was uh, Outcast. So fresh, so clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we had Enema, 46 and 2 before that. Fucking A, man. I heard they put on a good show. Is that true? Um, well, I got to say the best show I ever went to was a Tool show. But I got to also say the worst show I ever went to was a Tool show. <laughs> Not the same show, though. No. No, the first show was down in San Jose. Fucking open, open floor. 
and everybody was on the floor, man. There was nobody in the seats. And when I, the second one I went to was like 10 years later. And it was still a great show. I just, I couldn't get on the floor because I didn't have general admission tickets. So they wouldn't let you just jump down there and jump in the pit. They had fucking security everywhere. And I fucking, I got, I got stopped. They have security every five feet around the rim of it, man. I got caught like 10 times by these motherfuckers. These guys were on it, dude. I was like, <laughs> but you know, I'm a big guy. So I tried sneaking up all low. And then you, and then you just, they, then they know you're up to something. But if you come cruising up, you're the one they're looking at because you're fucking head and shoulders above everybody else. Like, motherfucker, man. Here he is, the center for the USF oh, but I, Dons. But I created enough havoc, enough havoc that people dropped in while while I was taking up their their attention. You know, so it's like it worked out for them. You know, well, and I'm glad I could. You. I'm glad I could help out. George helped good. George good. <laughs> I could have picked him up and thrown him over the guys if I wanted to. These little fuckers, man. <laughs> could have been leprechaun tossing. No, yeah. what are they, who wants to get in the pit? Midget Come here, <laughs> George throwdown. Yeah, be like fucking. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of throwdowns. You uh, want, what? This sounds. This microphone sounds fucking weird. They uh, all sound weird. None of them have the fucking fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy. Yeah, that's what. It is. So it's more crisp. It's crisp. It's catching our breathing, or better? it's not catching anything at all. You know. That's better. I like that better. Uh, speaking of, oh, you sound, fetching. You uh, sound like a whole other guy now. You don't sound all squeaky and bitchy. You sound like a fucking man. Listen. Squeaky. <laughs> Follow the real Olympic road. Squeaky. I'm going to call you Squitchy. Squeaky. Squeaky from. Take it easy, Squitchy. <laughs> Squitchy. <laughs> Somebody was named Squishy. I, that I didn't say Squishy. I said Squitchy. Squitchy? Bitchy. <laughs> wow, this is strangely evolving. Uh, speaking of evolution, Bonham's Auction recently auctioned off a 1951. Bonham's, Bonham's Auction House? Yes. They just had this in Las Vegas in January. Uh, guess how much they got for a 1951 Vincent Black Shadow? Most money ever for an auction on a bike. What's Vincent Black Shadow? Vincent is a motorcycle company in England that made uh, true 100-mile-an-hour bikes back in the day. They weren't as fancy as a Bruff Superior, which had nickels huh. and shit, but they were fast. And the Black Shadow was like their fastest model. It was fucking bad. If you ask Paul about this, oh, I'd love to have a bloody well one of those. So they're yeah, fucking you'd cool. A, you'd get a chubby real quick, wouldn't you? Dude, all right. So check this out. Uh, the, this year in Vegas, the rare original condition, British-made Australian speed record setting vincent set uh, a new record for most valuable uh most highest value motorcycle ever sold at auction 909 excuse me nine hundred twenty-nine thousand dollars. wow Almost, what's that seventy thousand short of who bought million. it you know the guy's name uh yeah fritz monahan he lives right around the corner maybe we can get him on the show dude i got a radian rusted out in my front yard <laughs> i'll take 50 g's for it you know, it's a fixer upper. It sounds like a virtual bargain at that price compared to this Vincent Black Shadow. Although yeah. this one set records and shit in Australia. So. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's worth nine hundred twenty-nine thousand dollars. To him, it was. Yeah, to him, it was. That's why I want to sell my Radian. <laughs> he has no idea. He has no concept of, of the value of a bike. So <laughs> it's the one I really want to I'd get off. I'd say he's got pretty good taste. He's got one of the most rare bikes in the world that yeah. was mass produced. Of, of, of mass produced bikes, yeah, uh, it, it's one of the most rare ones, and have a, a record setting one from uh, uh, what British made Australian speed record setting. That's a pretty interesting bike. Hmm. Yeah, you can't really ride it though, can you? No, no, it's definitely a museum piece, I would guess. Well, you know, I'd be that guy who would ride what's, around my property. Though. What's the I'd benefit have my own of that, truck. man? I'd have Didn't my you like, take a picture of it and be satisfied with that? 
I would be afraid of breaking the fucking thing. Is what I, and then it'd be like, oh, I'm the guy who broke the last one. Yeah, I killed the last unicorn. You imagine if you were hanging at the FTW uh, clubhouse Saturday night, uh, as we off, so often do, and hanging out and looking at my new Vincent Black Shadow that's worth a million bucks. <laughs> right? Right? Who wants to sit on it next? Yeah, right. Yeah, right <laughs> Get off dude. the handlebars, George. Knock it off. Dude, that thing that thing is too classy. It, it wouldn't let you bring it, so, bring it down there. <laughs> It would like stop dead in its tracks. The radiant the second, doesn't want to be seen in the FTW clubhouse. The second, the second you start heading east from your house, it's going to stop. It's going to be like an invisible wall that it won't go past. It's like a horse stopping dead in its tracks. You're just going to fucking pew. <laughs> the donkey done stopped. Yeah. It said no. No and You're, you're going to get up and brush yourself off and the bike isn't going to fall over. It's going to be standing there waiting for your dumb ass. Turned around the other direction. Giving you that stupid look. We're going west. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. It's going to spin around real quick and show you its ass. Take me to Benders. <laughs> Take me to Benders and then Bitch. let's go out to North Beach and have fun. Get on, Squitchy. See, you're Squitchy. See, it's the man. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I don't have a whole lot of other news. It's mostly racing news this week. Uh, we had Supercross from Texas, the Lone Star State. Uh, As it were. Whereabouts in Texas is that? Uh, Arlington at AT and T Park. It was. I think that's where the. Uh, where in Texas is, Arling- is Arlington? Play. I believe that is like Central Texas. I'm not sure to tell you the truth. Hmm. I know not where. So you didn't do your homework. I did. It's Arlington, Texas. What, what do you want? What am I supposed to find out the county it's in too? The zip code. Yeah. You want many, to write letters? How many people does that stadium hold? Uh, close to four million. And how'd they do on ticket sales? Uh, they sold like 3.9 million. It was, it was close. Almost hmm. a sellout. It was so, so close. <laughs> Tricky business down there in Texas. It's a tough one if you don't you know, get that I'm going to say that's probably what it holds football games right there. So probably 70,000 people. That, that last 100,000 is probably their profit margin. They probably didn't make any money on that thing. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> they just had 30,000 <laughs> at the Oakland Coliseum, and I think they made money on that. Hmm. Because there's ticket sales and then there's shirts. It's got to be a way FTW can monetize this shit. <laughs> we'll just make fucking... You know, we uh, should start touring with leg. them. Like, we, should, we should wear fucking tie-dye shirts and tour with them like we think they're the dead now. And we'll sell, <laughs> we'll sell grilled cheese sandwiches in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> One blotter or two. <laughs> Doses. Doses. We were going to bootleg shirts and stuff, but we just side sell acid and grilled cheese. Which one do you want, bro? Dude. You get a loaf and of bread. Bud Light. And you Bud get a Light. loaf of bread uh, and a pack of fucking American cheese for like three bucks. All you need is a hot plate that plugs into the side of your fucking Volkswagen van. You're good to go. Uh, <laughs> you want the 21 windows so people can see when you're fucking hanging out and rocking out, man. Three got broken, so it's only 18 right now. I'm so tripping hard. Dude, which three? Which three? <laughs> Does it Not matter? the two front ones. <laughs> My friend Eric had one of those multi-window vans. I have no idea what it was. but um, They make good greenhouses. That's about it, man. What a dangerous vehicle. Fucking no frontal protection in an accident. A dangerous ride. Hey, I think you're safer in a motorcycle. People were tougher back then. <laughs> yes, they were. They, they were, man. Even hippies were throwing punches, dude. And then you weren't getting sued. You know, it was like it was just a normal thing. Just sock that guy in the fucking mouth. He's an asshole. <laughs> Serious. That's true. I did see uh, Forrest Gump, and uh, the hippie there was a real asshole. He got his. Oh, he got his. 
I'm sorry, Green. I started a fight at your, <laughs> your Black Panther party. <laughs> the best line. Of that. Well, there's many good lines in that movie. There's that's a one shit of ton the of best. Good lines there's in there. one of the best at your Black Panther party. <laughs> and what do you know? What came out this weekend? Black Panther. Black Panther. Apparently, did exceptionally well, like 260 million or something like that. I don't know. Is that good? Uh, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot more money than I made this weekend. Did it? Did it pay for the movie? Uh, <laughs> How much did that movie cost? Depends them? if Wild Bill was on it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Could you see the strings holding up the special effects, or were they real special effects? <laughs> I think they were the real deal. So they dumped some big money into that shit, man. It's like it's probably all CGI. Yeah, well, that's cost money, man. It does. It's probably cheaper than being on set, but eh, who knows? Still, dude, you got to create all that shit on a computer. You gotta have a fucking a whole room full of eggheads fucking typing away for fucking hours. Yeah, but if you get one or two Days. of them to do it on the weekend, and I don't know, I, I see that mm. business is very undercutting of each other. Yeah, put in a shower and some fucking cots. <sighs> you fill, stay here. Fill the fridge with snacks. George says, "Stay here. Make movie now." <laughs> you work. He'd be a great motivator, George. Shut up. <laughs> see, see, see what I say. I speak the truth. Squitchy's acting up. It's gonna make George angry. You can only hope. We're not even you wouldn't like me very much when I'm angry. <laughs> There's only one way to find out, isn't there? Hey. <laughs> nice headphones, man. Are you playing video games? Yeah, I got a mic on it and everything. Here, where is it? I don't even know the names of any video games to like specify something to talk shit about. Uh, wasn't it Freeway? Battleground At Mars or some shit. Atari. Atari. <laughs> Did you have an Atari when you play, grew up? Oh, 2600? Hell yeah. Fuck dude, yeah. I had Pong, man. Dude. We got uh, Pong when I was a kid. That was fucking super excitement, dude. To put a fucking game on the TV? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Pong was a huge deal. My friend dude, had it. We still had the knob on the TV. You had to put on Channel 3 and fucking all of a sudden, oh, channel, yeah. all of a sudden Channel 3 was a game. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow. The devil is dude, working in this house. And there was a switch that you hooked up to the antenna and you had to click the switch over yep. to get the game to fucking go in there. Yep, so, yep, so it was feeding through the well. antenna feed. I remember it well. It's hysterical, dude. Uh, Atari had some really good games. Adventure was Pong a really good one. Pong had 16 different levels or 16 different fucking choices. Oh, that's right. They did have a shitload of it. It had a selector there, switch huh? and you had to go through each one one at a time until you got the one you wanted to play. <laughs> I remember that. And then the 2600, that one came with, because it came with all the game controllers, right? So it came with the joysticks and it came with the knob ones. So it came, the with, came with the one game that had like the racetrack. What was that? Sprint? Or something like that. Ooh, that's it had right. a little racetrack. It was a black car and a white car, and then two gray cars were run by the computer, and you were like racing them, and you fucking get sideways right. around the turns. Do and you shit? remember they had an ice version of it? Yeah, that, that, was, that, that was, was all. On, it was all on the same disc. It was all on the, the same cartridge, one. man. So it had that, and it had tanks too. Oh yeah. So there were sixteen games on that, and it was like that came with the machine. You're like, are you fuck? Whoa! <laughs> this is crazier than Pong. What else are they going to put on, put on Channel Three? Man, slide the magic button and see. It'll yeah. keep you busy till you discover your penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's enough of this. Uh, yeah, you gotta split, you gotta split your time. Well, One joystick or the other. Well, you, you, you can't wear out the, wear out the joystick if you're Dude, not careful. isn't that the um, worst when you wear out the joystick? Because then they came out with Defender and, and Pitfall. And you had to go back to Atari? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Defender and Pitfall. No, then you just Pitfall, had to play the game. Yeah, Activision. Those you had to play the game. They were right down the peninsula. They were, they were, they were, I didn't have Activision. We had Pitfall on the Atari. Well, yeah, that's Activision made games for Atari. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, there was television. There was was chicken and freeway. That's what it was. That you had the chicken running across 101 or something like that. I don't know. Huh? Wasn't Frogger? 
There was Frogger, but there was f- Freeway was where you had the chicken getting across sure. the road, li- literally. And they played that one. I just remember the, the graphics. busiest one was 101 in San Francisco. So it was like, hey, y'all beat L.A. and New York? Fuck. I've been in traffic in both. They all suck. <laughs> all three, they all suck. Yeah, you don't want to be out on the freeway. No. At least, at least back then in the game, traffic was moving, right? You were like just walking between parked cars, basically. <laughs> it was pretty heavy then, too. <laughs> it wasn't quite as batshit insane Dude, as they came out with a now. video game like that now, it'd be like, bullshit. <laughs> It'd be Lyft driver. That's a lie. That's uh, we should cars be, don't move that fast on the freeway video, in San Francisco. Make a video game, kill the Lyft driver. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. <laughs> and I don't want to take any responsibility for Steve's actions or words. What the fuck was that? Wow, the, this board is possessed. Uh, you're just falling apart, little man. No, I just watched the thing flip up and down and like wave. Oh, uh, it was probably much. Foot got hooked on something here, man. Oh, uh, hiya. Yeah, the place is held together with duct tape. Don't get too close. It's, it's a little tricky. Ooh, I see why they don't have these microphone covers on. They stink like fucking hell. Jesus. But you know hey, what it is? put it in the freezer with you some baking know, soda. <laughs> yeah, the freezer at the FTW. I can only imagine. I got ice. Freezer in this studio. I got ice. Uh, it's probably all the hippies on the hippie show. They've probably been washing it in the turlet. I was doing some work here a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's minty fresh <laughs> that's, that way. That's the that's the mic cover slash uh, toilet cleaner, <laughs> toilet brush. There you go. Lovely. Have, have diamond date piss on it. <laughs> so I'm down here working at this place, and uh, I go, hey, what time do I have to work here until today? Because I was off for a couple days during a week a couple weeks ago. And Pam Tastic goes, oh, you want to get out of here by 2.30 for sure. That's when the hippies come in. And... Uh, uh, they're a fun bunch, don't get me wrong, but I can see why she said, yeah, you might want to get out of here because the ukulele was playing and just everything but conducive work conditions were going on. It was kind of interesting. Huh. But uh, yeah, there's a very... So you get distracted real easily is what you're telling me. Culture. I'm usually pretty good about staying at work. Uh, you know, anyway. if this was an interview, you, would, you wouldn't get the job. You could just go home now. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I would actually just stop the interview right here and just be like, yeah, we're done. I wouldn't want to work for you, so this would work out perfectly. We can get <laughs> drinks and smoke weed afterwards. You know, I get you too, George. Let's you get drunk. Okay. <laughs> I got friends in this business. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Gene Wilder's car once, and uh, I listened to KNBR all the time. I got friends in this business, Mister. Watch it. I'll have you know. <laughs> this could get ugly for you. Be, be careful. Tread lightly. Wow. <laughs> it's more special by the minute. Oh man. Do you have so, any? Yeah, it was a decent weekend. What's up? Uh, do you have any sing-alongs for us? or uh... Do I have a sing-along for you? I got a sing-along for you. I was going to make it your fucking theme music. <laughs> you want to hear it? <laughs> one, two, three, four. There were a couple of them, but I think this one's a good one. Huh. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Wow. This if I didn't know better, I'd say this is John Denver, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Scoochie likes John Denver, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a friend. <laughs> I remember that song. <laughs> I got a name. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. It is very John Denver-ish. It should be on like a greatest hits with John Denver and maybe Gordon Lightfoot. And uh, You know, I heard that song and I was like, man, that sounds like Colorado. Ooh, squitchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's squitchy. That's squitchy's new theme song. He's Why what? not? <laughs> He's got a that'll game. that'll get the fans jumping out of their seats. He's got hella game, rolling down the highway. Ugh. Ugh. See what you started. I don't. I don't see what I started. I have no idea. I'm done with you.
I fall down dead, she never see the tears I cry, said please, please, please do not go Violent Femmes, man. man. Yeah, it was. Hell yeah, it was. Thought it wasn't? Uh, shit. <laughs> you don't know shit. Oh, wow. Shit. There has been a... Uh, There's been an addition to the studio. A water device put in front of me. Yeah, I'm working on it. We're almost there, man. So I should probably proceed? I would say so. Well, if it's the second hour of the show, you know what time it is. What time is it, Steve? Tell us. It's wait, wait, let me get your theme music. Let me get your theme music. 
Steve's Pit Stop Race Report Turbo Edition. <laughs> na, 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 na. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, all right, Three, four, go. Seven, eight. There we go. Go for it, man. <laughs> go, Steve, go. I've got a race report for you. <laughs> I didn't tell you to sing it. You and your karaoke. You're going to enjoy it. Fucking weird. But not very much. You know you're not driving in your car by yourself right now. You realize that, right? <laughs> People are looking at me in traffic. The guy that just got run over ain't too happy. This is what I do. <laughs> but not very well. I've got a dream. And now for the race report with Steve. Thank you. Booyah. Supergrass. Get it in ya. <laughs> All over. <laughs> everywhere. Live it up. Supergrass. But it's two-wheeled show to the Lone Star State this weekend. The lucky fans packed into AT&T State. AT&T Stadium. I was doing so well, too. AT&T Stadium in Arlington, really. Texas. We're not disappointed. 450 class points leader Jason Anderson qualified second. Uh, was doing pretty well, but... Uh, it started well until he dropped his bike in the main event. What's the guy's name? Jason Anderson. Jason Anderson. Do I know that guy? He's been riding Husqvarna's pretty well last couple of years. Huh. Did he drive a convertible Malibu? Uh, yeah, I think he's an Uber driver and he has a Malibu. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Why? Do you know him? If he drives a convertible Malibu, maybe. <laughs> Continue. There's a lot of jam. <laughs> Oh, you fucking prick. <laughs> Carry on. He dropped his bike in the main event. He would fight back to claim fourth. A KTM mounted. Marvin Musquin would grab second after Anderson's fall and stay there for a runner-up position, but it was all Eli Tomac on his Kawasaki riding that Cowie flagged for a flag-to-flag victory. Uh, Tomac uh, qualified first, won his heat race, and claimed... His third win of the year. Uh, Blake Baggett would round out the podium. Uh, Cole Seeley would finish fifth on his Honda. Now, Anderson on his Husqvarna owns the points leaders at 160 points. Uh, tiny bubbles. Uh, Cole Seeley is back there at 124 points, and that's where it gets tight. Baggett is third with 120 points. Musquin fourth with 119. Pike won 14 and Barsha won 13. So, once you get to third place, it's pretty tight, and fourth place is just four points ahead of them. So, huh? it is tightening up as they head to Tampa, Florida. Fourth place is ahead of third place? Yes. No. That's what you just said. No. What I'm saying is... Try to explain it to somebody who doesn't understand what the fuck you're talking about. Okay, Anderson has a <laughs> commanding point lead. I will speak slowly for you, George. Right, but the third place guys are really tight, right? There's so 160 boom, boom, points for the leader. The, the next guy, Cole Seeley on his Honda, has 124 points. Four points behind him is Blake Baggett with 120 points. So it's pretty close between second and third, and then it gets downright tight. Baggett is uh, one point ahead of Marvin Musquin. So fourth, fifth, and sixth are right, right there on each other. Yes. Third, fourth, fifth, and sixth are right there with each other. Within six, right seven points of each other. It's just getting more and more exciting every week. Makes you want to tune in, doesn't it? I'm sorry, did you say something? <laughs> we'll get back to the... Uh, the always, the always uh, eventful... There was a butterfly in the studio. Never do. I know, I've been trying to catch it too, the bastard. <laughs> Tripping balls, too. Uh, never dull. Uh, always eventful. Uh, 250 East Series kicked off in Texas. Uh, last year's champ, Zach Osborne, set out to defend his number one plate. And when the green flag dropped, Zach 
had a great few of five other writers ahead of him. Uh, Rye Hampshire and Sean Cantrell led Ch- Ch- Challen. This this guy. We're gonna call him Chaz. Chaz Tennant. Yeah, on give him nicknames, one. man. Go go crazy. Go crazy, Steve. Show him. Oh, show him. How do you spell it? Uh, it's Ch- Challen. What are we gonna call him? Chalky. That's Challenin. Ch- <laughs> How about we call him Quishy? That's that shit was super challenging. <laughs> it's super chilling. You know what? Chilling, chilling, challenge. Uh, we'll make that chilling. Squitchy's making nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's off the hook. Oh, in the house. Uh, hamster. Oh, damn. Squitchy's running, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Quitchy. <laughs> when Squitchy gets on a roll, you're going to need lots of butter. <laughs> Put the butter away, Quishy. Uh, okay. Humpity Hampshire and Crazy Cantrell led <laughs> Chillin' Tenant on lap one. Uh, Zach moved up and was top three with the, with 12 minutes to go. Now they're doing it by clock or whatever the hell they're doing. It's very confusing. Uh, but they have a clock that winds down, and then there's like two laps once the clock winds down, and the race is really on. But anyway, uh, Zach was moving up. So it's like soccer. Sort of. I don't know. Right? It's more the def- clock runs out and you still got like a couple more minutes of action until things over. Is that how soccer works? I can't sit all the way well, through soccer. Well, what match. they do is they, they really got a 90 can. minute clock that just runs and then whatever penalties have been taken out during the game, they add that onto the end of the time, but they don't show the time. They just show that 90 minutes is over and now whatever penalties were taken out. So, oh. so if, with, within whatever. penalties, if they used up, say, two and a half minutes of time, then they play another two and a half minutes. Wow, that's very confusing. Well, it's it's a surprise when it's over. They must know the Supercross people. You know, it's like it's, it's like sink or swim too. at this point because it's like the <laughs> clock ran out, but we're still playing. You better get your ass in fucking gear because shit's gonna be yeah. done hey, real quick. Zero, boys, let's go. It's like a two minute warning, right? Let's go. Quit screwing around. <laughs> Zeros, zeros. Let's go. It's pretty much the same thing here, I guess, actually, because it's more of a time constraint thing for the uh, to fit the TV parameters. Exactly. But see, with soccer, they don't do commercials, right? That's why we don't do soccer in the United States. So if you go to Europe when they play a soccer game. This, the advertisements are going on around the fucking ring the whole time. They got fucking, they got fucking like uh, graphics, graphics up on the walls. They, they start like they move and shit. You know, it's like all fucking animated, right? Yeah, like a running script. So it's constantly in your face. It's not like you stop for fucking three minutes every fucking. And I bet B, I bet B win is one of the big ones over there. Who? B win. It's like gambling services. When I watch the motorcycle races in Europe, B win will pop up. I, I had to look it up. It's like, oh, it's a gambling thing because they huh. they will bet on fucking it's bug like, races. It's like GoDaddy. You just saw cool commercials and you had to check out what it was. No, I've never looked at GoDaddy. Once I found out it cost money, I was like, fuck these people. They're not gonna let me look. What GoDaddy bastards? Yeah. And what B wins free? Uh, it's a gambling service. They want you to look into it and then start spending money. So yeah, you get to look a little bit. So it's not free. Well, it's gambling. What do you think? You go to Tahoe, they just let you in. Come on in, George. No, they want you to gamble and spend money on it. That's what they want. That's not what they get. Well. Don't pay the penny sots. It's a, it's a, it's a scam. <laughs> How would you find out? <laughs> I sit on the edge and I watch people. I watch stuff. And I write things down. So, like, I mean, there's... I stare at them. It's, it's common knowledge, right? So, the, when you walk in a casino, the first set of fucking... A fucking uh, what we call it? Slot machines are probably the ones you want to play because those have better odds because right. they want you fucking winning in front front window so people see you winning and they say, "Hey, I'm going in there." What was tonight's word? Hella? Yeah, hella. No, that was the East Bay's word tonight. Oh, we're not doing the East Bay show anymore. Unless we're talking shit about the East Bay, we don't say hella. 
<laughs> this is so confusing. So confusing. You're hella dumb. It's kind of the microphone that you call a bong over there you're holding on to and it won't pass. Yeah, well, I got big lungs. <laughs> George had a big lung now. Uh, so Humpity Hampshire and Oh, are you Crazy still doing a report? Yeah, well, kind of. Uh, led chilling tenant on lap one. Uh, Zach Osborne continued to move up and was top three with 12 minutes to go. Uh, with four minutes to go, Osborne was on the move, claiming second. And with 3.50 to go, led with just 3.10 to go. Uh, Zach rolled on to victory, showing the field why he wears the number one plate. Uh... Rye Hampshire or Humpity Hampshire rounded up for, oh, excuse me. Colt Nichols was second on a Yamaha. James Dakota's third on a Suzuki. Good old Humpity Hampshire back there and fourth on a Honda and Jerry The Humpty dance is your chance to do the hump. <laughs> do the Humpty dance. I'm doing Is that a little preview of the music coming up? It's tasty. No, like man. It. You just got like me it. thinking, man. Oh. Okay. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to just, just chop it up case, a bit, man. Just breaking it down a little, you know? Just in case it makes a big comeback. Might be a good idea to have some new theme music. Sounds like something Hollywood Did you lose your place? You, no, you totally right, took yeah. your finger away from the paper there, dude. No, I can... I could totally pick up right. You got your thumb now. on it, don't you? You got your thumb on it. No, I'm starting to top. It's, it's a news piece of paper. Uh, <laughs> you. We're, we're changing <laughs> subjects. I know. You're trying Are to we? derail my report. So I led you into a segue. See how that uh, works? I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, well, it's way better than the ones you've been throwing out there. Fuck off. You didn't really like try to. <laughs> uh, and speaking of explosions, <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of semi-serious things we should pay attention to, Steve said something else. Uh, MotoGP visited Thailand for a 3D test over the weekend, and Honda's Mark Marquez celebrated his 25th birthday Saturday by topping the timesheet. Well, what were they testing? Uh, frame, suspension, aerodynamic fairings, uh, riding styles, uh, huh. alcohol, acid. So they've, never been, they they've never been there before. No, they've been there before. It's, it's their winter test. They just did... Oh. Uh, they're at Thailand. Where were they with the last? Because uh, when I hear Tesla, I think it's like they're feeling out the waters kind of thing. Like, well, oh, no, well, are I mean, bikes going to get stolen out of our fucking hotel rooms kind of thing? Is we have to fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? I usually take like, We don't go to Thailand anymore because they steal all our gear before we fucking get to the track. Fuck it. Bastard. <laughs> you know? Steve no longer go to Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> One of them left a video of him rubbing his dick on my fucking. Whoa, <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I think that's uh, on his drum set. Another local <laughs> six member. Oh, <laughs> that is fucked up. Uh, teammate Danny Pedrosa undercut everybody to close out winter testing on Sunday. See, it was just winter testing. So what they're doing there is testing different frames. Uh, the Honda boys had a uh, carbon fiber swing arms which usually they don't like because aluminum has a little give and will twist and shake, whereas carbon fiber is too stiff and they want a little bit of give in hmm. the metallurgy. It's definitely a carbon fiber thing? Or that's what they they're telling people? That's, well, that's what they, people were... Because uh, if it's too rigid then, and you're using it, then and it's, it's common knowledge that it's too rigid, then something else is going on there, right? Maybe, maybe it's, maybe, it's a maybe certain, they've made a new, made a new carbon fiber. Maybe they engineered specific thickness, so it's got certain structural integrity, so it will give in certain spots. The exact wording provided to me was, Honda boasted a carbon fiber swing arm, usually too stiff. Uh, it loses flexibility and feel, the important feel. But, hey, maybe they found a new way to make it 
have some feel. I don't know. Maybe it copped a feel. Uh, Yamaha's Johan Zarco. Maybe they copped. I get it. Uh, see? No, I don't. <laughs> Johan's, well, I'll explain <laughs> it later. I'll, I have a graph. And uh, <laughs> Johan Zarco took second with a... Uh, I'll go get the magic chalkboard. Seven-time <laughs> seven <-time laughs> champion Mark Marquez, third at the end of testing. Uh, Mark, oh, excuse me. Cal Crutchlow would uh, place fifth with the top Suzuki of Alex. Can, can I ask sixth. you a question? Uh, in a minute, <laughs> Jack Miller with the top Ducati man in sixth, seventh place, excuse me, sixth place, uh, Alex Renz. Uh, I'm very confused here. With uh, uh, Andre Divizioso, seventh fan favorite, Valentino Rossi was back in 12th place. Doesn't mean much as it just pretty push much. Push very testing. hard. Oh, he's, he does like to push the video hard. Uh, pretty much it means nothing. It's frame suspension, different aerodynamics, but the Japanese love to have something to brag. So is all this shit acceptable in the regular race, race season? I mean, yeah. if they're tested in Thailand, why? I mean, there, there's no parameters they have to stay within on these bikes. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, they banned winglets so, because there was potential. They that banned them, but they still got some funky little things going so on. So they the fairings, added a man. whole fairing within a fairing to make winglets, pretty much. So yeah. it's pretty much becoming. They ducky. created these little pockets like off the off the sides. I saw that, man. Well, the bikes lift at speed, so they yeah. want to make it push down very hard. It's like the inlet ducks on push a manta ray. Down very hard. That's that that's uh, it's cheating. <laughs> you're cheating it's the devil's work is what it is george no that's not that's not a wing oh no, winglet <laughs> ain't no thing it's just chicken wing winglets <laughs> it sounds like that's it a, does sound like something from kfc i heard they're out does. of chicken i've heard they're out of chicken i don't know they haven't had chicken there for fucking years dude what are you talking it's about it's fucking <laughs> horrible is what it is kentucky fried pigeon oh, oh dude ooh. how do you God, what you think dude oh that is so what much you think, bro you think everything's chicken Maybe. Knock it off, unless you killed it yourself. Turkey? I don't know if I could kill a chicken, Kentucky man. Kentucky fried turkey. It's a good question. Depends if it pissed me off. So what's winter like in Thailand? Like, I mean, what are the conditions for the for the track right now? Do you know? Well, since it's near the equator, probably hot and humid. Which means it rains a lot. Which is a very good but chance But the monsoon season is during our summer, isn't it? Or during our winter? Uh, I don't know. And why is it winter there if it's winter here? So many good it's questions. It's tropical. So many good questions. So there is no I think winter. it's not really a winter. It's just constantly warm because the sun's never that far from the equator, right? Um, No, it's not. Why are there songs about rainbows, George? Actually, it gets pretty far away from the equator, doesn't it? Because if you've got 24 hours or, say, 23 hours of darkness at the fucking winter solstice, right? 23 like, hours of darkness? Yeah. At the, at the like very a, tip of our planet, yes. Not or the, the very the tip, poles, like in Alaska. At the poles. At like the in poles, Alaska. At the poles. Like in Alaska, right? Is it yes. 22 hours of complete darkness they get? On Something the, like that. On it depends how, it depends how far north night? you are. It depends how far north you are. So say Fairbanks. If they had a racetrack, I'd call and ask right now. So I'm just trying to give you an idea of the angle of the sun at that point. So it's it's almost directly over fucking the quarter, the quarter line. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, but they still get much more sun than everybody else. And then during the two parts of the year where it's moving back and back and forth over the equator, they're probably getting 18 hours of sunlight that day. Right. They get they get a solstice like in between the solstices on both sides. They call it. And it's the hottest because it's the closest because it's actually directly over the fucking equator that at that point. Hmm. Sounds like you know that you pretty no, much just, want to answer just, your own question. I'm just using knowledge and figuring it out as as you speak. It just it helps me think. Makes you feel better. 
I just hear that drone in the background. It just makes me think of something else. And just, that steady droning of Steve's motorboat voice. I come up with a lot of great ideas while you're rambling off. I should no. just chant. I should yeah, just maybe chant. maybe the resonance is like releasing some sort of a hormone in my brain. It's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Supposedly when George those, is going hormonal. On supposedly this. when the monks chant, chant like that, that pitch hits a certain point of resonance and it vibrates your fucking pituitary gland or something like that. So it kind of sprinkles out a little bit of the, bit of the goodness. The goodness. So you kind of get like this little fucking euphoria. Really? Yeah. Wow, no wonder they have such a great time. They seem very content. I've, I've, I remember reading at one point. I don't know how true it was. And I was a kid. It was a long time ago. But so, at some point, I remember reading that it, it, some of them could bring it to the point where it was like an acid trip. Wow, that's pretty heavy duty. Well, you know, if you're going to be a monk, you don't get to really ride motorcycles. It's a vow of poverty. And I mean, it's a proven fact. Everything has resonance, right? All right. It's just what, what the vibration point is that gets it resonating. All right. I did not know all that. You didn't know that? Everything has its own resonance. So if you like plug your ears and hum and like go up the scales, it'll get to a point where it kind of vibrates and makes your hair kind of tickle. Hmm. That's your skull's point of resonance. Really? I've had sinuses block up to where I could have my own symphony. (laughs) I assume everybody does. Yeah, sure. If you ever had your own Only when the voices stop talking for a little bit. (laughs) When the conductor finally shuts up. If you've had uh, voices in your head, like to talk to us about it, 415-550-0511. Ask for George's voices. They're much more interesting than Steve's voices. <laughs> yeah, Squitchy doesn't have a whole lot to talk about. He's done with his papers. <laughs> no, no, I got more. What? I got more, I know, right? Do you want to play some music first? or Do you? I don't know. What time, That's the question. What time does the 3D BBBC say? Well, where's the, the 3D what? The three-dimensional blackboard. That's what Phineas J. Whoopi That's right, man. The You're 3D good BB. like that, aren't you? The 3D BB. Uh, you know, I got a couple things yet, so let's. Uh... Yeah, you feeling it? You uh, feel me? Uh, yeah, go play some music first. Then. Yeah. So I have no 
Just like that, it's George with the music. Yeah, so I don't listen to that shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no, a nice well, intro to a song. Well, no, I was... Uh, that was uh, shit anymore. Like, Leonard Skinner in high school was a big band for me. Fucking, you know, I was into the fucking the classic fucking rock and roll. Classic and rock, I was, baby. I, I was under, the, I was under, under, under the, uh, the, the guise of 
if you if it has a synthesizer in it, it ain't rock and roll. <laughs> That's like an easy way out, right? So Van Halen. Must yeah, me, me, like a fourteen-year-old little asshole, doesn't know how to fucking whistle. I'm gonna tell some guy how to fucking make music. <laughs> you didn't know how to whistle. I could whistle. I could whistle real loud. <laughs> <laughs> don't dare him whatever you do don't call in and dare him at 415-550-0511 <laughs> those, those headphones ain't gonna help if I whistle I'll you'll be sorry that's why I can't hear shit <laughs> I broke my own eardrums I had my sister that could listen, whistle very loudly so yeah uh, Justin Barsha probably wish he had a, a whistle you think it would have helped? <laughs> well, he had his dream season. You know, the way you're laughing, I'm like really afraid to hear what you have to say about this poor guy. I, I purposely okay. didn't watch any of it so I could just like fucking just like be in awe of your fucking reports. <laughs> the understanding that I that that I gained just listening to five minutes of you talking is fucking unbelievable. I know. That's such a deep well of wisdom. It's like it's like opening up a whole part deep. of my brain that I didn't know I had. Deep. It's like a good acid trip. I feel like my brain is touching the ceiling right now. <laughs> you look like uh, Megamind, the cartoon. Yeah, that's what I'm talking brain. about. That's what I was totally envisioning. Uh, Justin Barsh's brain wasn't the swelled part. It was his hand that was swelled up. He had his dream comeback season stopped at its tracks in a heat race. Uh, Barsha came up short on a triple jump. And Tyler Bowers landed on Barsha's right hand, which was on the throttle at the time. Mm. Uh, Justin will have surgery on his hand Monday, which was today, uh, to repair the broken middle finger. Uh, quote, unquote. Luckily, it is just my hand, and I can still keep my fitness up off the bike. Uh, thanks to all my fans and great sponsors. No quote from his girlfriend. But he broke the finger? Broke the middle finger. The bike came down. The dude's... Fucking motocross back tire. Just cut it, it off and cauterize that shit. Get the back in the fucking track, dude. Do. This guy needs his digits. Okay. Is that finger making that big a difference with this throttle? Uh, he's probably only using two fingers most of the time anyhow. He probably I'd added rather on, lose. No, he's probably breaks. sitting on it. He probably keeps it up on top of the fucking the handguard right there. You know, just like so fucking be flipping everybody off while he's riding around. Like, <laughs> he ain't you, George. I, do, <laughs> I would like totally do that. Do. I, I would totally do, do that. I was or I would two fingers. Or on I would like cut cut a hole in the bottom of my glove so my so it looked like my finger was up there, but it was just like the tip of my glove. Like, oh, <laughs> you are good. There, like, yeah. have, have two or three middle fingers up there so you flip people yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, three that times, would, three that, times. Fuck you. That would be my number. Be a fuck big, you, three times, my friend. Big fucking, big bird on the on the, on the side. Yeah, everything just turns into a train wreck. You're number yeah. one. <laughs> you're, a, you're deuce, Squitchy. <laughs> Marco Melandri used his Ducati to top the timesheets at Phillips Island in the first day of World Superbike testing in Australia. Uh, Wynn played havoc with riders in the afternoon with both Kawasaki riders caught out in high-speed turn 11. Uh, Jonathan Ray and Tom Sykes survived and will race next weekend openings, uh, opening, excuse me, next weekend's opening World Superbike race at Phillips Island. Where was this race at? Uh, they were practicing at Phillips Island, which is down in uh, Australia. 11 is a high-speed turn, huh? Oh, dude, he got spit. Uh, like, we're talking going maybe 110, 120 and getting <sighs> spit off high side. Fucking not cool. Ooh. And Sykes had a couple hard crashes last year and had a season ended, I believe. Um, so this is not the way to start the season. A lot of, once the riders saw this well, shit going I mean, down, it's not, they falling down isn't, but charging like that is. I mean, that's fucking solid that he fucking, to get out of a wreck like that and fucking just 
it's not easy to fucking get back on the bike for one. It's and then, one of those things. You got to get right back on the horse. You know? That's what I did. Yeah, it's been. A I million. was I was a little shaky. I got to admit that first ride, oh, I was bad. like, well, my ankle is still broken. Fucking my wrist. Wow. <laughs> Let's the, not rush it, George. The bike did a lot better than I did. It was like two weeks after. Yeah, the second I could walk, Holy I got on that shit, thing, dude. Really? On the Katuna? No, on the uh, XR. Oh, wow, really? God. The L. Wow. Yeah, dude, the bike didn't, it had some good scratches and a little, I think it broke a turn signal off or something like that, but it was relatively unscathed. Wow. Yeah. Crazy stuff. It is weird getting back on a bike after a wreck, you know? Yes. Uh, dude, but, eight days in the hospital, man. I was like, wow. so yeah, it makes you think twice about getting back on a bike. I had a chest tube and fucking poking oh, in the bad. side of my fucking side of my body, had a piece of plastic poking out of it. And, Whoa. Yeah, it had a vacuum on it. What did mom and dad say my, about this? Dude, my lung collapsed, so... They pop a hole on the side of your, on your side under your armpit right there, and they, they go between the ribs and they fucking poke a tube in there and they put a vacuum on it and fucking, it's got this drain tube so it's filling up with fucking fluid and because I lacerated my kidney and I fucking, wow, and I punctured my lung and it collapsed, so I, you know, there was there was fluid in there. Wow, sounds painful. So then, so then, yeah, so then the vacuum also helps open up the lung again. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it, so it was It was a trip, dude. So it had this drip tube. This The tube came out of me, and it went down to the floor, and it went up to the machine, and it would, like, catch some drainage down at the bottom, right? It was, like, <laughs> it was like 12 <laughs> inches of fluid in there. And if I took a deep breath, it would, like, go up the tube. <laughs> and it would drop it down. <laughs> dude. That's how you entertained yourself. Oh, dude. Dude, the, you want to come over dude, and watch and the phlegm feel, in the tube? And you could feel, like, it bouncing, you know, when the fluid, like, bounce up and down in there. I could feel it, like, pushing on uh, the inside of my lungs. Like, it was pushing breath out of me, man. It was fucking weird, dude. Wow. So I could get it, like, bouncing, get the point of resonance going. <laughs> and then the tube would go, you would <laughs> you pervert. Oh, Only dude, you can I turned, make a hospital stay. I turned into... my fucking my hospital stay into a fucking carnival. <laughs> I believe you. Dude. Uh, yeah, every so I dude, I had a fucking alarm clock for the fucking timer on the fucking on the on the painkillers. They had me on a dilated drip, and I could only get a shot like a little squirt every seven minutes. So I had a fucking I had a clock that went off every seven minutes, and I hit I hit snooze. It was 60. like seven minutes was the snooze, right? So I'd hit snooze and fucking hit the button, <laughs> like wait for the thing to go off again. Really? There's nothing you can do about the bones I broke, man. You just sit still and wait for them to heal. Ah. Eight eight ribs. My shoulder blade went in five directions. My so I had no surgery. I had. They were just like, yeah, let it mend, man. Dislocated shoulder, broke my collarbone. Wow. It's all shit you can't put a cast on. I wasn't to the point of surgery, so. Wow. One of the ribs punctured a lung, and the other one scratched my kidney, I guess. Jesus. So I got crushed pretty good. Yeah, you did. How long was a full recovery for that? I was back to work in 11 weeks. Wow. Three months. Just under three months. Yeah. They wanted wow. me to be an X-Men. I told them, fuck off. A what? Pussy. X-Men. What's that? I heal like Wolverine is what I've been told, so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but I was just thinking, you know, George really heals like a Wolverine or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's pretty quick. Uh, MV's yeah, I, was running, I was running four out across the ceiling on my first day back, dude. Jesus, boy, they like they were like they were like sink or swim, man. Get up in the get up in there, forty feet off the ground, running five four outs. <laughs> Boy, they hate you. <laughs> I knocked it out. That's the test. Jesus. I was. I, I was, bet you're happy to get back to work. I was at. The, I was at that point. You know, after 11 weeks, it was like I got to the point where I accepted that pain. There was a certain amount of pain for recovery to happen. Mm -hmm. So the sooner I got the pain out of the way, the quicker I'd recover. Hmm. Right. 
So if you take any injury and say, well, there's going to be exactly this much pain, and you can get all that pain out of the way directly at this very moment, then there shouldn't be any pain after that, right? It's certainly less so than that, I guess. It's a mind fuck, but it worked. That's an interesting way to handle it. So I knew I was going to be in pain at work no matter what, or else I wasn't going to be back at work for months. Brutal. Right? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know who else got to crash this weekend? What explosion? Uh, Jordy Torres uh, crashed his MV Augusta. He could only watch as the MV flipped over end over end, completely destroying his bike. The single-sided oh. swing arm was sheared in two. It's interesting the forces that happen when these bikes tumble down a road. It was sheared or, sheared. or broke off? Uh, I believe sheared was the word they used. So. How do you shear it off like that? Uh, when bikes go tumbling end over end, they just have their own crazy momentum, and it's just... It's crazy. The swing arm's moving around. It's got a wheel spinning inside of it that's got a chain that's hooked up to a motor that might be redlined. So it could be spinning wildly itself. You never know. Right. And then once, it gets, once it gets airborne, it starts getting some gyroscopic action going. Yeah, and then, exactly. It could and spin that just creates moon. a whole other force, which it could like whip it. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, it spins to the moon, then the rev limiter kicks in. So all that torque is suddenly stopped at its tracks. Or not stopped at its tracks, but the force is stopped. Anyway, there's right. a lot of weird shit going on. In addition, into that bike tumbling down it the goes track into and the deceleration rider and fucking get to working. see this fucking thing hurl along hopefully not get tangled up with it but uh yeah wow uh Chaz- yeah, that's, I, I, no i'm still trying to understand the whole shear thing because i understand like if this thing's flipping around and it takes some crazy spin yeah if the if the tail end of the thing of the tire catches the track as it's like swinging around right so then it's going to break at, at a certain point on the swing arm and then break off and you know like peel apart basically yeah, ripping, ripping but that's not shearing. Shearing is like it hit a fucking fence, and the part that fucking sheared off stopped, and the bike just kept going, and it just sliced it clean, kind of right. That's a shear. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, a shear force would be the. Yeah, you're right. Did you translate Italian for this report? Uh, no, Vietnamese. So you had nothing to do with it. Uh, well. I not, might not have been sober when I did it. Uh, Chaz Davies rounded out the top 10 with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right back in it, huh? Has returned from MotoGP <laughs> back to ride a BMW there. Uh, <laughs> Australia next weekend, 24th of 25th of uh, February. Supercross moves to Tampa, Florida next weekend. Atlanta, Georgia the weekend after that. Calistoga half mile, May 5th. Sacramento mile, May 19th. Mr. Uh, this last sad bit of was, news. No, that whole thing was a little OCD. They did just jump right back in your report like nothing else can happen until I get this well, done. I have to finish. <laughs> Otherwise, I have to go home and say to the mirror like 20 Don't times. Don't forget to shut the door three times on your way out. That's why I pay 50 bucks a month. Uh, step the, off the curb three times before you cross the street and step on the curb on the other side three times and bang, you know. And do three circles. Yeah. Don't forget Because now circles. you're number three, dude. I mean, you'd be a fucking dipshit if you do it three circles. Squitchy means three in every other language except English. <laughs> <laughs> Trace. <laughs> on a more serious note, uh, services have been scheduled for former AFM and AMA writer Tom Moose uh, Reinecker at St. Francis Church in Sonoma on Tuesday, February 27th. Reinecker, 63, passed away at the scene of an accident uh, February 10th when an SUV failed to yield right-of-way, according to a CHP report. Uh, Reinecker started racing in the 70s and racing... uh, He also raced at Yamaha TZ 750. uh, Godspeed, bro. Uh, I had the pleasure of sitting up in turn two when... um, 
Moto America was in town uh, last year, last August, and uh, great dude. Uh, I passed around the a couple beers, and uh, one of the guys racing up there had a dude with me and uh, a beer. I don't think Tom had any with us, but it, I got to meet him there, and I think he might have been one of the dudes that went across country with pole. I'm not sure, but anyway. Uh, I think he might have been in the van, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good dude, you know. A Great guy. Talkative dude, stagehand. You yeah, he was a guy him. that once he started talking, I mean, if, if you – I, I talked to I could, I could sit there and talk to the guy for hours, man. Yeah, he was a great dude. He was. Anyway, he's, sixty-three uh, years old. Got to speak to him. He's a good cat. And, yeah, he uh, was at the uh, the Dames the Dames ride. He had that BMW. That's right. I think he had like two hundred something thousand miles on that thing. Man. That's was, right. He had had hella miles. That was the bike. He was son on. of a bitch. That sucks. So yep. Damn. Yep. So anyway, got to speak to our our friend uh, Moose. Yeah, and, race in uh, peace, brother. That is uh, the Steve Report. So we dedicate the show to uh, Tom. To Moose, yeah. Moose Reinecker. <laughs> Damn. So. Oh, that sucks, man. Right, sorry about that. So I should have set this up with you prior and had music set up for it. But anyway. Yeah. Now we're going to troll through music. What time is it? We huh. got another 10 That's... minutes yet for the show. Yeah. Damn, that stinks. This was a good dude, man. Yeah, we had a long talk about his BMW, man. He went through that whole engine. And he's like, oh, dude. I mean, it looked a little rugged, but he had he lived a life on that thing, man. The shit he saw, the stuff he did. Fuck, that's awesome. Yeah, he was. Uh, he had a lot. <laughs> he had a lot of experiences, man. He had a lot to talk about, and there was a lot went on went on in his life, man. Yeah, he, he, great storyteller. That's for yeah, sure. Great guy, big man, big heart. Damn. Yep. Cheers, brother. It's good to know you. Cheers, Moose. Well, I happen to find me a buggy coming out from under rock. Get the grass, yeah. He got his buggy luggage. No time to talk, he walking fast. Yep. Said he headed for a log where the lady books a pentacle. He showed me some brochures, and I must say it was beautiful. I'm belly down, bending back the place. Books stop just sit long enough for him to say, I'm on my way. Good books in I'm on my way. Good books in Go, 
that you see on the sidewalks on his way to Buck City for the night.
have seen the high and mighty, I will go again someday. But for now, I'm coming down, coming down from the mountain. I have seen the lofty glory, I will go again someday. But for now, I'm coming down. Yeah. Hey, that was Meat Puppets. Yes, it was. Coming down. Coming down. That's actually like only half the song. There's like a 20-second break there, and then they go into another tune there, and it's... uh. It just kicks it's it It's something else, I tell you. It is just... Tell you what, kids. Something the kids are out. listening to, huh? Um, I don't know. When would that come out? That, that's like 94, dude. That's uh, older than your kids, but... One of them is a 94. Yeah. One of the kids is a 94 model. The other one's a 96. Hmm. Yep. I think, yeah, they'd both be push rod Fords if they were pickup trucks. <laughs> Get it right? Holy crap! I know, right? It's the end of the show. It FDW is the end of the show. We're, one. we're uh, wrapping it. We're calling it a wrap. Thanks for rap party us. starts now. Woo! Woo! Man, that was a rough one. Boom! Blow it up, straight up again. So next weekend, uh, George will be flying solo because I will be out. So call in and harass George. And the weekend after that, we have a music comedy festival. So I will be back in three weeks, sports fans. George will be back probably next week unless he like you ain't coming back. burns the place down. You never. You don't know. even know. You're not coming back. You realize that? Huh? I could be incarcerated. I could be. Could be. Uh, not eviscerated. Uh, I could be a lottery winner. There's a lot of things going to happen, George. You never know. Do you buy lottery tickets? Rarely, but then you couldn't be a lottery winner. So hey, if you're buzzed, yeah, you know, if I buy a lottery ticket, yeah, wouldn't this be great, hon? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't win. Fuck. <laughs> Hmm. That's what happens. One of my friends Yay. that did play a lottery ticket would um he played one of those scratch off games. He'd get winners and then put them aside when he was laid off between jobs. He'd go cash them in for cigarettes or whatever. It's like oh, pretty smart thinking, right? Yeah, except if he just kept the money, he would have had more money. He could have just put that in a jar and he would have had that tucked away. It would have been more. Yeah. Could or have, not. Could have lived better. Or not. You never know. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> the odds of winning are so small. Oh, no. He used to scratch off tickets, so he won every once in a while. The odds are so small. Oh, they are. I, I, I'm with you. It was I mean, waste, I voted, it was for, it. Money, I voted for it back in the day because I thought a lot more money was going to go to the schools, but it's like it turns out it's like 1% if that. It's, it's like mm. guys are getting rich off the lottery. Well, I'm not so far. Yeah. They're invest- you ever hear about those guys? Their investors that are making it, money. The guys that win it burn up all the money and then they won it again. It's happened like once or twice. I, I know one was in Chicago or someplace, and the other yeah. one was someplace back there too. And it was like, it's like some people are just destined destined to fuck. do that cycle, right? Oh, Jesus. you hear people that actually you know they made their money and then they lost it all, and then they made their money and they lost it all, and they did it, you know two three times. Like what the fuck? Yeah. What what are they doing? That fucking what a roller coaster ride, you right? To it's got to be like kids. bipolar or something, right? Because what for like six months you have this crazy drive and then. They the other six months you're depressed and you can't leave your bedroom right <laughs> i guess i, I don't know. know man i don't know huh tough one yeah it's it's it's, it's amazing how it's it goes a weird life people. man yeah it's interesting yep the rags to riches is a pretty scary thing when it goes back to rags i mean technically they're all stories i don't know anybody that's happened to so won a lottery no me neither no or like made made a shit ton of money doing you know one specific thing and then lost it all and then did something else completely different and fucking made another mint 
Yeah, you know, I've watched one of my friends used to be like uh, try Cause, different. Because that people they just have rich, a different they get just rich are... quick schemes and like he did concrete and just uh, it's entertaining.